0: The kutta sichez chelik tezvav, parsha lechlacha siche gimel. in regards to parshas lechlacha, as you do with a word from Kedusha Merachami Admur, it's known what the, the what the Friedgir Rebbe said. B'shem shame of Kedusha Admur Rasha, in the name of his father, the Rebbe Rasha. And this is what he said. Parsha is a frelcha seder. Parsha is a happy seder. Aibesh vroim, Hashem created the world and all the other creations within it. The from the The end of the seder, though, is not as pleasant because it starts talking already about about the uh, what happened in the, in the lead up to Noyach, to the Mabel. Abadach is the closer seder. But generally speaking, the seder is a happy seder. is Noyach. Is the Mabel the whole parsha Neiach? Much of the parsha Neiach deals with the Mabel. As a "Akalimut Nevach." It's already a sad week. Aber it a "Afreilchav Savvach, But the end of the week is already happy. As is "Gibaronu Avraham Avinu." Avraham Avinu was born at the end of the parsha Neiach. The Emes Freilchavach. However, the truly happy week is Aber parsha lechlecha Is the parsha lechlecha Was i take from the Bach. Leptemet Avram Avinu. That all the days of this week we live with Avram Avinu and the story of Avram Avinu. From then was the Rebbe zokt as Dafke Parsha Lechvacha is the Emes Freiluchavach. From the fact that the Rebbe says that Parsha Lechvacha specifically is the truly happy week as Kentic it would seem from this as I fill in the sub vach from Parsha Na'ach that even at the end of the week of Parsha Na'achvu a set of Engledes Avram where it discusses the birth of Avram is the simcha that it's, that is not yet the true simcha as in the as the kind of true simcha which we find in the partial lech lecha even though it's already talking about the birth of Avram. And the reason for this is because all the things which are discussed in A Sedr, in a specific Sedr, are interconnected with each other. As the Rebbe brought out many times. The Far, and therefore mitzad Mitsadh Nish for the clohls sedra, because of the downside of the rest of the Sedra, where it talks about the marble and so on, felt oy the simcha from the sima Sedra, since everything is interconnected. So even though there's a happy event at the end of the Sedra, but the general sense of the Sedra, which is not a happy Sedra, brings down the end of the Sedra as well. The same is true also for Parshah Bereishis. The same is true also for Parshah Bereishis. V'safal p, as he is b'chlo lusa That although, in general terms, it's considered a happy seder. From that zvegim, still mitzad dem is in soif. Here soif is nishgar as egishmak. Since the end of the seder is not so pleasant, is nistada emes afreilchkeit un oyich in chlo lusa seder. Therefore, the end of the seder brings down the happy mood of. The rest of the sedra. Daf and fashtein. So we have to understand. B'bal, as Parashat Bereishis with Klal Los says, "Afrei l'chasedra." Since generally speaking, Parashat is a happy sedr. On Parashat Ne'ach with Klal Los says, "Ikalamud nevach." And the Parashat Ne'ach, in general terms, is a sad week. Hot lochayre gedaf zain the halukas asedres in an oifin. It would seem more reasonable that the way the sedra should be divided would be more reasonable. That it should be this way. Why leave a sad note at the end of a happy week of Parshaberesh? Why not stop Parsha Bareshis before it talks about the uh, the people becoming corrupt? Leave that for the beginning of Parsha Noyach, which is in any case a sad week. When the Freilich from Parsha Noyach, ladies of Ramavinu, and the happy note at the end of Parsha Noyach, which talks about the birth of Avram Avinu, so Zayn, the Onif for Parsha Lecha, that should belong in the beginning of Parsha Lecha, And then also that, speaking about the, the happiness of the birth of Avram, would be a truly happy event, not tainted, not colored by the sadness of the rest of Parsha Noyach is the clause abir in them so the general explanation of this is as you do avramavinu was the iluf von parsha lechlecha is kana was alle tag von der wach lechlecha avramavinu what is so unique and, and special about avramavinu about whom we say that lechlecha is talking about avramavinu what's unique about him is hat sich angeeben mit kuffe von schnell auf den teile with avramavinu began the period of creation, the creation is divided into three periods, the first two thousand years, the, s- the second two thousand uh, years, which is the third millennium and the fourth millennium, and then the sixth, fifth millennium, the sixth millennium, the second and third, the third and fourth millennium, the second period is called the two thousand years of the Torah was actually given um, 500 years in into the beginning of the th- into the middle of the third millennium, but Avram Avinu was born at the beginning of the th- the third millennium. So the two th- the two thousand years of Torah began with Avram Avinu. When that is given, the of the others, and he was the first of the others. So he was the one, the first one to begin the preparation for Matan Torah. Matan Torah, of course, took place five hundred years later. Uh, 450 years later, but he started the uh, preparation for that. <speaking in Hebrew> and since what's so unique and special about Matan is well known, what Chizchidus explains that this was what brought together the upper, the spiritual worlds, and the lower, the physical worlds, is So therefore, it's logical to say, from Pasha that also, what is unique about Parsha Lech Lecha, was the Gansa said that which is what's so outstanding about Lech Lecha that it talks about Avramavinu. and Avramavinu is the one that began the preparation for Teira. So what's the what's better and more special about Lech Lecha over the earlier two sedras is in them. Would be that the, the role that partial Lech Lecha plays in the preparation for bringing together the upper and the, wor- the lower, because that's when the 2000 years of Torah began. The purpose of the preparation uh, to Matan Torah was in order to bring together the upper and the lower, and therefore that's what Lechlacha is about. That's what's outstanding about Lechlacha. And therefore one could say, the beer was is the Drita Sedra. Why Pasha Lechlha turns out to be the third sedra. Al Dera oriently saw is similar to what we say that the taira is a Torah made up of three, because this taira So just like Taira is made up of three, lechlicha, which is the preparation for Matan Taira, is the third Sedra, which is the kavashlishi it uh, describes there is the right side, the left side, and then the center. The center, the third is the center, like Tiferes. There's cheser on the right, gvura on the left, Tiferes is in the center. We know that the center is what brings together the right and the left, or in the case of Teira, it brings together the upper and the lower, therefore it's the third, makes sense, the lech uh, is the third center. In other words, as Parsha Beresh is the Eshtha Sedra Parsha Beresh which is the first Sedra is the first Sedra talks about the creation who created the world the creation was done completely from above nothing from below it was Hashem that created the world it's completely driven by El by the upper worlds or the upper beings the Parsha Neach the uh, what's in the chafarshon er that which is the second seder, is zichah hamata, as the rebbe speaks another other that it, that is the purification of the world, the mabul was like a mikveh that came to purify and elevate and uplift the world, means, which means the mata, the lower elements. And this was accomplished through noyach the Tsadik, Bafrat Durchh Mabl, especially through the, the Mabul, which was like a mikveh that brought, brought purity to the world. Which is Tahtainim. So the first parsha is all about the Al Yainim, the second parsha is all about the Tahtainim. and parsha Lachlicha, the third Sedra, the which is the third Sedra, is in Yanahibra al Yama Tahtainim, its role is to bring together the upper and the lower. And the mit wird sein verstandig. By this we can now understand, was Parschen Neuch, hepsechom mit Eile, Tildes Neuch, Neuch is Tzadig. It starts, these are the the children or the, the story of Neuch. Neuch was a man at Tzadig, while da retzichem wegen Iñon in Neuch was seine gekommen durch seine Weide till the same short sigmaisim teuvin. Because now, at the uh, sorry, Parschen Neuch already talks about. The effect that Noyach had on the world. It's beginning to tell the story of how Noyach affected the world. Because that's what this means. His, what were the things that he accomplished? What did he do? What did he accomplish? Mashen can lay this Noyach. Where is the birth of Noyach, which is discussed in the... Uh, which is discussed still in Pasha where it talks about the birth of Noyach and also that Noyach, Hashem, found favor in Noyach. Noyach found favor in Hashem's eyes. These were things which happened not as a result of Noyach's Avoida. This happened as a result of Hashem caused him to be born and he found favor and Hashem found favor. He, Hashem felt that he was uh, the person that he wanted to invest in. The Geheren That's why they still belong in the Parsha Berezias in the earlier Sedra. Because it's, not ta- it's still talking in Parsha it talks about how Hashem affected the world. Parsha Noyach begins to speak about how the Mata, Noach and so on, how they affected the world. So therefore, his birth doesn't really belong in Parsha Noyach. That was completely driven by Hashem only his activities and his accomplishments belong in Parsha Noyach the same can be said also about certain things about avramavinu which are not written in parshalach nor in Parsha Noyach but rather these, these details about avrama are written in Noyach the is the reason is vel avramavinu zaveide because avramavinu's Work of preparing the world for matin to bring together the upper and the lower, which is what belongs in Pasha Lechlacha. That only began after, beginning from, and only after Hashem told him to leave from his earlier country and go to Etzisro. When Avram left from Charon, to go to Israel Mashenk and Ladis Avramavinu. Whereas when we talk about the birth of Avramavinu, which is what's talked about in Parshan Nayach, Un Zaini Yanya Vaidah and those things that he accomplished Biz Lechlach until the time when Hashem told him to leave Kharun. Saying givembi ikarahemshach ungmarvasium from Zikov Allah Satinim, that was for the most part belongs to the kind of Aveda that Noyach did, the type of Aveda which is to elevate and to, uh, to refine the <laughs> Taktayinim. for uh, the Aveda, the closest Aveda the general uh, thrust of that Aveda began with Noyach and is discussed the, is in Parsha Noyach and when Avram Avinu did some of his Aveda in that vein, following that path, so that's talked about in Parsha Noyach only after Lech Lecho, when Hashem gave him a new Avedah, the Avedah of bringing together all the Eni that begins Parshin Lech Lecho, which explains why the end of Parsha Barashas talks about Noyach, the end of Parsha Noyach talks about Avramavinu, Avinu, and why it couldn't be pushed to the next parsha as was the Rebbe's question. Gimmel. now we have to understand what is the connection between lekhlaha and matan As als Nach noch lekhlaha hat sich beim avromen avromen angeheben the sayder avedna khana zu matan taira why it is that it's only after lekhlaha began Avram's Seder of uh, of uh, preparing the world for matan taira da from freimavar sein was der medisch verbinden inne von vaymer shemla from lekhlaha we first have to explain what the Medish connects. That which Hashem said to Avram, go leave the And the Medish connects that with that we find about Avram something interesting that he was asking for compassion from Hashem, even for such sinners as the people of Steim. And that was different, distinct from Noyach. Noyach didn't ask for mercy from Hashem for the people of his generation. He didn't ask. We don't find in the Torah that he asked that. But Avraham Avinu pleaded for the people of Stoim. So the Medish connects that with What's the connection? It would seem... The question has to be asked. This that Avram Avinu asked for mercy for the people of Steim is given nor as his own was Avram Avinu wasn't actually asking Hashem to forgive the people of Steim, the sinners of Steim. What he was saying was there must be amongst them good people. You don't want to destroy the good people, so maybe don't destroy the city, because you'll be destroying the good people along with them. And this way, everyone will be spared. As the Zayir says about this, that Sintav Ramavina was only able to plead on behalf of the people of Stoim, not for their own sake, but only for the sake of the tzaddikim that might be amongst them, and then when he heard when Hashem said there are no ten Sadikim. if I find ten Sadikim, yes I will spare them but there are no ten sadikim what was Avraham Avinu's next step that's when he finished he had nothing more to say he just stopped asking for, for mercy and this is different than what Moshe Rabbeinu did and this is different than what did Moshe Rabbeinu didn't plead for the people to the Jewish people that, in the time of the Egil because there are good people among them he said, forgive the ones that actually worshipped the Eagle. so he was pleading on behalf of the Rishoyim on behalf of the sinners as well so the Zayir says that Avraham Avinu didn't do his, as he should have as he could have he could have gone further Tavos is the great la ilui. So according to this, what is the great? What's the great accomplishment for Nadiv and Hagel of Akum Shacham ala Stoyim and Beschusat Tzadikim that he pleaded on behalf of the people of Stoyim because of the Tzadikim amongst them? Bismah bintos mit inu v'lechlachav is the mit hadzuchungeim daachanus of Matan and that this is such a great accomplishment that it's connected to the beginning of uh, preparation for the world of Matan Torah. Chibur ol yevra all be, uh, the medish connects it with, um, you know, that this is the new path. What's so special about this path? He was only asking on behalf of the tzaddikim. He could only muster the the compassion of Hashem on behalf of the tzaddikim, not on behalf of the the, the sinners. them. So the explanation is the bald the exhibitionally and at the time had sig since what avram bin was doing was only a preparation but the actual merging of the upper and the lower only happened at matanter when avram bin was given norahana the son avram bin was only a preparation for that is the river oysanavetlovax rahman was staying in therefore his pleading on behalf of the people of stain the, which means pleading on behalf of the lower since it hadn't happened yet that there was a merger of the upper and the lower so all Avram could accomplish was to plead on behalf of the, the Stein people because of the Tzaddikim but since there was no coming together yet of the upper and the lower so therefore he couldn't plead on behalf of the actual sinners themselves what this means to say is the dry and Avram and Moshe Rabenu, these three distinct way approaches the way Noach did it the way Avram did it the way Moshe Rabbeinu did it. So in the to they dovetail with the three periods in which each one of them lived. There is the time of Noach which was preceded even a preparation for matan then there is what Avram did, which, which was a preparation for Matan And, and for Gimel Matan Torah. Then the way Moshe Rabbeinu did it, which was already after Matan in the Tefucha, and he explains in the Tefucha from Farah, Chana Matan in the period of Avra, of, uh, sorry, of Noach, which preceded the preparation even for Matan Torah since in that period there's absolutely no connection between the upper and the lower, the that's why he did nothing on behalf of the lower, there is no connection between the upper and the lower, between the spiritual, the tzaddikim and the irishoyim, the spiritual and the physical, the material, and therefore, he, he didn't even pray on them, he didn't ask, ask for them at all. As the Zayar says, he did nothing on their behalf, Oh, in the zweite Tetkufe, when it came to the second period, Avraham Avinu's period, was then old, and then already began the preparation for the bringing together of the upper and the lower. And that's why then there was already room to pray on behalf of the sinners as well, but only in the merit of the tzaddikim, not in their own merits yet, but only in the merit of the tzaddikim, because we, w- we hadn't brought together upper and lower yet, we were only sort of preparing the ground for that, and then there was the third kufa of Meshe after after Maten Teirah, when there was a complete merger of the upper and the lower, well, absolutely not complete, that will happen when Mashiach comes, but at least, uh, to whatever uh, Matan Torah accomplished, <laughs> then Meisher was already able to defend the uh, the even the sinners of the Egel mitzad in their own merits. <laughs> Not only because they're related to tzadikim or their neighbors of tzadikim and so on. Daled. <laughs> this difference between the three periods, on mid and how they connect to the three ways in which uh, Noyach, Avram and Moshe Rabbeinu operated in those kufas, is the the It can also be ex- explained the difference between the period which is discussed in Parsha Noach. Ben when it already began the purification of the of the lower elements already began Canal Siv as he mentioned before and then and also the Tkufa of Parash as opposed to the period of Parash of Maila, where whatever happened in the world came purely from above from Hashem's doing as he explained also earlier even though, even in the er, first period, the period of Parashat there was also certain things that were accomplished by tzaddikim. There was Annoyich and so on, different tzaddikim which chanoich, which had done things in uh, to, to accomplish things. Tzaddikim which accomplished things. So, but if we're saying that everything came from above so what is the avoid of chanoich and so on the other tzaddikim so we'll understand this more clearly if we discuss and explain and understand how a teacher transmits ideas and a way of learning to his student that there are three different ways in which this can transpire. is one way is, the teacher explains a certain concept to the student, and that's all he's doing. He's explaining this particular concept but the teacher doesn't teach the student a method by which he himself should be able to come to understand a, an intellectual concept he only explains that this particular concept but doesn't give him the tools to be able to understand the concept or even cre- uh, create a concept on his own the second method is the Rav the teacher focuses on teaching the student how to understand an idea he's not going to transmit to him an an idea, he's not going to teach him an idea, he's going to give him the ability to come up with ideas on his own, that if you read a book and you see how to analyze it how to come to a conclusion he gives him the tools to be able to do that similar to what they say if you give a person a fish so he has a fish he has he can eat for one day if you give him a fishing rod you teach him to fish so then he can eat for the rest of his life so here the teacher is teaching him how to fish so to so to speak well move and it's understood as in and from that in each of these two approaches there is a certain quality to it versus and Satan which the other one doesn't have what are the two qualities? to the is the In regards to developing the talents, the abilities of the student, the second approach is much better. says as because it's only this method which allows the student to be able to come to understanding on his own. But in regards to transmitting an idea, and what the enrichment of the student's understanding of something is, the first one is bet is a higher level of teaching. because as good a student that this is going to be, he'll never rise to the level of a, stu- a teacher at this time. So therefore, when you're teaching him how to think of something, he'll only think of it with the limited understanding that a student can think of. So therefore, what he understands is going to be a much lower element or a much lower quality of seichel, of ideas. This is because the teacher taught him how to understand something, and therefore now he is able to do that but only on his own level whatever his Seichel is able to understand is this nor a the rav is a so that's only a much lower element or quality of Seichel than what the teacher could have taught him when the teacher transmits an idea he, tr- he transmits a deep idea a rich idea he can explain it in many many different ways analyze it, give examples the student is much, is much simpler. So, although you've t- taught him how to think, but, he can only think on his terms. So, on the, on the one hand, the teacher teaching him the idea is going to give him a much broader understanding of that idea. So, that's the difference between the first and the second way. But, then there's a dritta a third way, versus which brings together both of these qualities. As the the Rav is that the the influence of the Rav of the teacher on the student is so thorough as the that eventually the talent, what the student adopts and inherits the abilities of the teacher himself. At that time, the student is able already to understand ideas on the level of the teacher himself. This doesn't happen in, a, in an instant. This doesn't happen in a day. But this this is the goal that the teacher hopefully is uh, leading to, so that now the student not only can think on his own, but he can even reach the heights of the teacher's thinking. Hey. V'yeshloymar, and so therefore one might say, as the Drayt Kufis from Parsha Bereishis Ne'achol Lechlocha, that these three periods, as represented by Bereishis Ne'achol Lechlocha, and Alderach Dugma V'Drayif, and can be compared to these three examples of a teacher teaching a student. The Avodas HaTzadikim in the Asara Deirus Ma'adam what the tzaddikim accomplished in during those first ten generations from uh, Adam to Noyach, is, which is discussed in Pasha Bereishis is All this came from top down. And it wasn't so much what the tzaddikin themselves did; it was a top-down uh, flow. Hashem created the world and He created everything with perfection and, and he, whatever was happening He was doing the tzaddikim played a small role in it but it wasn't so much their accomplishment it was coming from much higher than them from beyond them for instance like Chanoich, the tzaddik of the, one of the tzaddikim of Parash of Beresh even though he was a tzaddik even though he was a tzaddik notwithstanding the fact that he lived in a very corrupt generation and so which shows that he was an especially great Sadiq because he wasn't affected by what was going around on around him that he shouldn't be influenced by what's, what the people of his generation were doing, he was able to resist and keep to his uh, state of righteousness still he was as we are told he wasn't strong enough in his opinions and if he had been stayed around any longer he could have ended up just like the rest of the people of his generation and and, uh, because he was not that strong in his opinions Therefore, if he had been left around for any longer, he would have become no different than his uh, generation. He wouldn't have been able to overcome the evil that was going around him, on around him. And that's why Hashem took him away before his time. While he was still a tzaddik, he knew that if he left him there for any longer, he would have ended up like the rest of the people. So therefore, although he was a tzaddik, but... Not of a quality and a caliber where he could actually continue to live amongst a corrupt nation. Valdoz was tzaddik haya because the fact that he was a tzaddik is given. For the most part, why was he a tzaddik? How did he become a tzaddik? It wasn't so much that he had transformed himself into a tzaddik. But rather because there was a, a light, he was bathed in a light from above, and therefore was caught up in that light. But he himself hadn't brought himself to any state of, or not at least to a, a great state of being at and therefore could easily lose it. And the and therefore had he been left to live longer in this world, in this corrupt world, and Yodgivenamats for the Maila is Nishmeir, which would have dragged him down to a place where he's no longer bathed in that light because that light from above doesn't reach so far down into the corrupt world. And therefore he would have lost his connection to the light, the righteousness. And therefore he himself didn't have what it takes to maintain a, a state of being a tzaddik and if he would have lost his connection to the light that he was connected to he would have lost it all why? the reason is in a nutshell because it all comes from above all the righteousness that was in the world at that time was coming from above and which is similar to what we talked about between the student and the teacher that even though the student understands what the teacher is teaching him and he's working hard to understand it but it's all from top down he doesn't have what it takes to come up with his own ideas he doesn't know how to do that he hasn't developed that skill. The teacher hasn't helped him develop that skill. That's what happened to Parsha Bereshus. Now we come to the work of the tzaddikim. in during the ten generations between Noyach and Avra. In other words, Parsha Noyach there already it wasn't just that Hashem was sending light into the world over here we said that the Mabel already had caused some refinement to the Mata the lower worlds began to uh, to become refined and elevated so therefore they were already the the, the righteousness that existed in the world was already self attained self-produced and that now their righteousness could even extend outward from them to the world around them that could not have happened when Hashem bathes someone in light so he is illuminated but he doesn't have the ability to spread it to the rest of the world it's not his to spread but when you've accomplished it on your own then you can already spread it around you that not only was he himself a tzaddik, even in his generation, as we, you know, one interpretation of that is, that even in his generation, which was fully corrupt, he was a perfect tzaddik. And he wasn't like Chanoich, which could have easily been swayed, and could have easily been led into... Inappropriate behavior, nor nochmer, noych was a greater tzaring than that, but even more so, erat mechiyach given, oych dem doyramab loonatze gizok, tshuva, that he also rebuked, that he also spoke to the people around him, the people of his generation, he said, we have to do tshuva, it's time to do tshuva, so in other words, he was already extending his righteousness, trying to spread the word. Allah has come of a common noch this all happened before the Mabel certainly after the Mabel where Noach uh, uh, already was doing an Aveda which was the carbonist that he brought after the Mabel by which it says that Hashem smelled the, uh, the odor, of the, the pleasant odor of the uh, carbonus, in other words. Hashem was pleased with the carbonus of Noyach and therefore made a promise that He took an oath that He would not destroy the world. So, Noyach, through his Aveda of carbonus after the Mabul was able to bring a firmness, uh, a state of permanence to the world he developed the the world into a place that would be firm and strong and unshaken, and so on, bis to bri and it went so far that Hashem made a covenant from Keshus of the uh, of the rainbow Hamata, and the rainbow, as there ever says in another Sikha, that the rainbow expresses the refinement of the world that's how rainbows happen because the clouds became more refined not uh, not as dense so this all happened as a result of Noach and his Avedah by working from below not something that came from above but because he refined the world from below but although this is true still since the whole Avedah was focused on the Mata the worlds down here which, the Mata is completely in a different category, completely removed from Elokos, from godliness, from the upper beings, is gili So therefore, even that revelation of godliness, which came about through avida of was very very limited. According to what the, the lower worlds could contain, which is very, very far and very distant from what the upper can give. It's a completely different world. But it was all based on the Avodah of the Tachfinim and therefore it could only accommodate what they could tolerate. And this led, we say that Biza's Noyach Piktaneya the Rashi says that Noyach was from a, a small believer when it came to belief, he was a small believer what, it what the simple meaning of it is that he wasn't 100% sure about the mabul. is it going to happen he waited till the last minute to go into the, to the uh, teva but what does it mean in a deeper sense his faith came from his understanding of things as they are in the world. He observed the world. And that's how he came to understand. Elokos godliness. As it relates to the world. It was limited to that. But those things. That, that kind of amuna can be, can be arrived at. With sechel, With intellect. Thinking. But what about the higher levels of Amuna Which can only be reached through faith. Through Amuna? Because you can't, your mind doesn't reach there. You can't understand anything that's outside the, operate, the function of the world. A human doesn't have the ability to go beyond that What Seichel, because we've never experienced anything outside the creation. How do we reach that higher level of Elokos? Of, through a Emunah, through faith. so so anything that went beyond being able to understand it with his own rational reason was on a very very simple level when it came to Amunah he was like a child he was very basic his faith was based his understanding of God his uh, relationship to Hashem was based on his understanding of the creation which he lived in because that's what was happening at that time it was all about Tachtaynim it came from the Tachtaynim so it could only reach wherever the Tachtaynim could reach what about going beyond that which we as Yidden now were able to do through emuna? that he, he was a very very simple on a simple level Tane and this is alderach Riyashpal, Sa and Sweit E. this is similar to the way the teacher teaches in the second uh, example that we gave before as the Seichel, was the Talmud is that it's true that the teacher is teaching him how to come to understanding on his own, which was what Nayak was doing. The world itself has to refine itself. That's what he was doing. But what can a student accomplish on his own? Is a is only a very limited sechel. Uh, uh, and that is something which is completely removed from, the, very, very distant from what the Rav is able to accomplish. And therefore, Noyach couldn't reach into levels where only a Muna can reach those levels and now when it came to Avaidavramavinu he had both of these qualities. Both that it was coming from above and that he had accomplished that he came to it on his own. The Asholy beginning in his search for Hashem started through intellect, who was into intellectual curiosity because he looked around him and he saw that the sun was rising and so and he knew that this couldn't happen on its own so that all came from the Tachtainim he observed the world around him the Tachtainim and he came to realize that there was something beyond it that there's something greater but at the same time even though he had come to it through intellectual curiosity when Hashem did things to him which were completely irrational su- uh, super rational but to him it must have seemed irrational he never questioned Hashem his faith was strong enough that even though it didn't make sense to him anymore let's say that Hashem said that I will make you into a great nation through Yitzchak and then he tells him to kill Yitzchak so to him that must have been completely confusing and upsetting but he didn't question it he went further it went along in other words, that he had reached a muna, he had reached a relationship with Hashem which transcended a seichol we say in the davening that you found his heart to be true to you faithful to you to Hashem that he was able to relate to a not just as an intellectual but As a simple servant. Which is higher than intellectual uh, relationship. In other words. That even though he started with Tachtaynim. It came to him through Tachtaynim. But he reached a level which was El Yainim. He brought it together. The same is true also of his method. Of spreading godliness in the world. As Eichendim and this too he exhibited both of these qualities the ideas that he was publicizing were essentially higher than what humans were able to come to intellectually and still he was able to find the words to be able to explain them until he was, he was able to do it so well that even simple folk were able to understand what he was t- teaching as is taught in a mimer of the Friediger Rebbe that uh, he was teaching uh, something beyond them but he was able to explain it even to simple people when this this aligns with the uh, the third example that we gave of the teacher, was the verins rab that the student becomes the same as the teacher. He's he was taught how to think, but now we can think also on the level of the teacher. Avramavinu, even though he came to it through tachteinim, and he reached it. Through which means he rose to it, he was able to accomplish it. But eventually, he was able to come to an understanding and relationship with Hashem, which transcended his limited thinking. It was on the level of elyeyinim, on the level that Hashem wanted him to be. Vav. Aber euch and the dritte in But even as we talk about this third level of uh, of hashpa, as dikhush yatamul verin. That the student is able to reach the quality of the teacher himself is a if there are All this is only to describe the preparation stage of the coming together, the merging of el We're now talking only about what was accomplished by Avraham which was before the actual merging of el yanim through Matan we're not yet describing what actually happened by that there was an actual merging of the fact that the influence of the teacher has the ability to bring the student up that his that the student's talents and abilities should also reach that high, no different than the teacher, is the far the seichel. Whom can the teacher bring to that level? Only a student which has the ability, has an inherent talent. He has a good mind. He is, uh, he that can he can be raised up to the level of the teacher. He has enough seichel that he should be able to be lifted up to be able to receive that kind of learning. But is the of Talmud and Emesat Tachtin. And therefore, when we talk about a teacher teaching a student to become like the teacher, can he teach that to a truly lowly student? Somebody that would a student that would qualify to be called a tachtin? No, he can only do it with a student which has somewhat of elin upper level qualities. That's who he can bring up to truly upper levels. But could he do that with a student that is a truly a in somebody of a limited talent? He wouldn't be able to. even more since the, uh, the, the talents of the student eventually become like the talents of the teacher himself because the student has refined himself to become like the teacher so in addition to the fact that as we said before the student wasn't really a lowly student because a lowly student wouldn't be able to accomplish this but in addition to the fact to that fact is the true, the connection between the teacher and the student is only on that level of the student where he is coming to realize to, to merge, merge with the teacher to become like the teacher only that part of the student is being elevated by the teacher but the teacher doesn't really touch doesn't really influence the simple part of that talented student this the part of him which is before the teacher was able to elevate him in other words the merging of the teacher and the student only happens in the upper elements of that student. Even of that talented student, it's only addressing and elevating the upper echelons of that student's understanding. But the lower elements, even of that student, the teacher does, has no connection to that, doesn't really deal with it. So it's not a real merging of the El <laughs> Yeintainin. First of, all, first of all, because the lowly Tachtainim aren't included in this at all. And even the upper Tachtainim, only the upper elements of that Tachtin also is what uh, what's, b- is brought together with the Rab. But the lower elements, even of the upper echelon, remain behind. That's the way it is before Matan but when it came to the merging of the Alyayinabatinim that happened at Matanteira is num- so number one, Far First of all, before Matan Tayra the the lower elements had no connection to the Alyainim. So in other words, the student that is connected to the teacher that was said before. Even before the teacher teaches him, he's already on a level where he is worthy of being taught by this teacher because he's a smart kid. But by the uh, by the true tachteinim that we talk about it by matntayra, the connection, the bringing together of aliyanim, there was no earlier connection between those tachteinim and the aliyanim. In fact, the opposite says givenakzedes nitzvish and there was a complete disconnect between them. And the only reason that they were able to be elevated to the El is because that's what Hashem decided to do. It wasn't because the Tahtainim themselves had something to offer or had brought themselves to a state where they're now worthy of being connected to the El No, they remain is Nois, And it's only because Hashem is able to do the impossible, the truly impossible, and he can tolerate opposites at the same time. So, therefore, he was able to bring together the Elyonim with Tachtainim as they remain Tachtainim without any true talent. And the riber is number two. Therefore, that led to the second point the Chibber Elyonim and Tachtainim and the merging of the through even with that element of which is the lowest element of where they truly are not as in the example that we gave that even the student that is elevated it's only the upper um, elements of that student which become elevated but the lower elements the teacher wants nothing to do with that at all by Matan by, Torah, it elevated every part of the Tachteinim down to the lowest levels. So we've actually described four four uh, different ways of coming together between the teacher and the student. The way it was mitzad that it was completely generated from above. The way it was completely from below through Noach the way Avraham in his preparation for bringing together the upper and the lower that certain elements of the lower were able to be elevated and merge with the upper as well but not down to the lowest level and then there is the fourth level as it happened after Matan Taita that the truly the lowest levels of Taktaynin were able to merge with al Zion, Zayin so these four different ways Zayin, Dugmasam these four elements, these four methods, or approaches, or ways of bringing together the upper and lower, exist even today in our Aveda in our service of Hashem. One way, uh, is the tikkufa Adam ad is the way it was for, um, from Adam to Noyach is as is a person a that serves Hashem only out of with his Nishama. his soul his holy elements everything holy in his life is dedicated to Hashem at but he, he doesn't have the ability to elevate his body he completely ignores and abandons the body and even though you can't study Torah without your physical body you can't do a mitzvah without your physical body so yes of course he involves the body in his learning Torah and doing mitzvahs but the point of that is not because the body needs to be elevated but rather the body is only a means to an end since a Jew is a soul person and it takes the body to be able to exercise that soul level, so he uses his body for that purpose, but it's not that he's trying to elevate his body needless to say then he has no interest in the world around him he's not even interested in his own body to try to elevate it to make it into a spiritual element to bring some spiritual element to the body certainly he has no interest in the world around him that's people that live in an ivory tower they're involved in learning and, and exercising and developing and elevating their souls at zweiterufen the dogma another approach the dogma sabayd mata the matta det kufa in 1200 should be similar to what happened in nayakhs time that the work was all focused from matta it all focused on the matta at tut euch miten go von he also is willing to work with his body and even with the world around him that that too should become a place that is inviting to Hashem's presence but there is nothing in his life which makes it imperative that he would do anything and give anything to be able to reach that goal of Hashem being brought into the world. in them is not a them So and so what does what does he do? He does only that which is important to him, which will fulfill him. In other words, Hashem gave <coughs> gave him the command that he has to refine his body. And he has to refine certain elements in the world. And therefore to do that he has to do mitzvah, So he says, okay, I'll do as much as Hashem needs me to do. I have a certain, I've got to fulfill my obligation. So I'll do whatever it takes to fulfill my obligation. Well, the dogma, for instance, as an example. He's willing to have an influence to discuss, to talk to other yidden, to try to get them to do what they should do in Torah Mitzvahs. But his doing that is only whatever is required by the parameters of the mitzvah one of the mitzvahs in the Torah is you should also teach others and tell others about what they should do, and how they can better their lives, and become closer to guide. so therefore he says of course I have that mitzvah, so I will do whatever that mitzvah dictates that I should do because I was told that I need to do the mitzvah of Echert so whatever it is that I was told that I need to do, I will do felt But he's lacking that dedication to what the goal of this is. The real purpose of it is you have to do whatever you can in order to get that person to accept your rebuke, to learn from what you're teaching him. But if you're only doing it because this is what Hashem told you to do, so then your whole focus is on me. I need to do something. How much do you really think you're going to be able to accomplish with another person if the whole mitzvah is only about you fulfilling your obligation? It's not about that person, therefore, it gets rejected by that person. And this is the way Noyach was talking to the people of his generation. Even though he was telling them day in, day out for a hundred and twenty years, he talked his uh, guts out to them. Is thus He was doing it merely, Hashem told me that I should spread the word, so I'm spreading the word. On the Far and there from Shazin Tachon Chubaton is in Nizh Hatanizgahofen and therefore when his ulti- ultimately when he kept talking and it didn't help at all <laughs> he didn't do as Moshe Rabbeinu did which, or even Avram to go to Mr. Nebuchadnezzar to plead their case and plead on their behalf because if he understood, if he was really doing it because he needs to save them and if that was the way that he would have been telling them to do chubba, then they would have accepted it but he was only doing it to, to fulfill his obligation therefore they rejected it therefore when they rejected it he didn't go to the next step which is I've got to do everything possible I have to plead their case he didn't do that The third oifen of Avaidah that we have in today's day and age, which would be similar to the way Avram did it, as in the preparation time for Matan Where there is already a connection, we're beginning to see the connection between the upper and the lower, is that what's the the corollary to today's Avaidah? As Eriz Mishtadl mit uh, mit Ibigigabn kait bis Messiur Nafesh he makes an effort and totally dedicated even so far as Messiras Nefesh to Usfirni Kabon to fulfill what Hashem's intent here is, um Machen from Veltadir La Isbarh. And he wants to turn the world into a place that is inviting to Hashem. When Allah has come available mit Sadam Hergeshfun Avisi Sroll certainly that he has a true feeling of the of, of and he does that because he has this love to them, not because he has to fulfill an obligation, but because he truly loves them, and he wants them to have the best. But still, the way that he approaches doing do, working with other people is, number one, is, the purpose is to lift up, to elevate that person and bring him closer to the Torah Mitzvah. I am willing to do whatever it takes to bring him up to my level. Maybe not to my level, but to a level of, to become a Frumayid, as many outreach movements do, if they if there's a hope of making that person into a Framia, then they're, work, they're willing to work with them but if there's no such ability, we're just talking about one thing that you can do for them, then they're, you know, they're still going to remain a Tachdem, what do I need to work with that for, and number two or as that's that's the second point that I was making. I will only make the effort if there is a hope that that person will become closer to Yiddishkeit, will become a frumid. But if there's no such hope, all I can do is, in his s- state that he is now, very distant from Yiddishkeit, I can do one small thing that can help him. That I'm not willing to do. Al dafigurat as we spoke earlier. The way that the the teacher and the student are connected in the and the third way that he talked about, that number one, the in them was the The whole connection between the student and the teacher is only because the teacher sees that the student will be elevated to his level. On as and the number, the second point is the zero from the nor the is and that the only reason that we're able to work with this student is because he was already capable of becoming a teacher and that's the only reason that we're invo- involved with him in the first place if it wasn't on that level we wouldn't be involved with him in the first place at all says, and this was the way that Avraham Avinu approached it that's Chach even though he was, he was uh, dedicated, but up to Messias Nefesh for the people of his generation, that, that they should pronounce that Hashem is the master of the world and not just the master of the world, as well He brought them to the state to be able to recognize that the world is not separated from Halakos, it is an extension of Halakos. And that he was even willing to put himself in danger, as it's uh, written in another Maimer, that he was willing to put himself into danger on behalf of the people of Stein. But on the end, why did he pray for them? Only because he felt that they can be saved by the Tzadikim that word that might be in Stoim and because they were there if the city of Stoim would have had Sadiqim, then they would have brought a certain refinement to the city and based on that refinement that it was, it was, he was hoping that they could save the whole city but when he came to understand that there were no ten sadikim, there was a who aside the kind of tshuva. Therefore, it's not a place that would be able to maintain tshuva. They're not never going to become. They're never going to get to tshuva. There's no ten sadikim to lead them there. Hatan Menuch stopped asking because he wasn't willing to deal with the people of Steim on their level. Only if they could be elevated. Only if there's tzaddikim that can bring them to a higher level. So that was the way it was done by Avramavinu. A fertile is but then there's a fourth element, a, as in Zain that we're talking about in our Aved that when a yid has a love to another yid, is kamoycha is just like to yourself. As was to It's a an essential love that it's beyond there's no reason why I love him. Just as I love myself, I love another Jew. And therefore, he's totally dedicated to that yid, even though he can find nothing, nothing outstanding about him. He doesn't find any reason why he should be dedicated to that person. He doesn't do it only because who knows you can never know maybe what I say will have an effect because in the end you never know maybe you will become uh, you'll be able to bring him close to Torah that's not the reason why he does it but rather because whatever it is I love that person because he is just like myself. I am a yid, he is a yid, and therefore there is love between us. And it doesn't matter whether I think I'll be able to do something good for him to accomplish anything. I am compelled to do whatever I can, period. <speaking in Hebrew> and this is similar to what we said before the connection between or the merging of the upper and the lower. That happened at Matantayr as the Chibr is Mithadachain is given. That the connection between the upper and the lower was even when the lower are in their lowest element of lower. In, in their lowliness, it was even there that there was a connection with the Eldioinim. So that is given the Anogra for Mesh and this, based on this, was Mesh Rabbeinu's approach. Because Durchem is given Matan Taylor, which of course he was the one that gave was uh, happened through him the Martin Taylor Nicholasin the Ta is called Moshe It's called by his name because and that's why he did it the way it is expressed in Matan Taylor the true merging of de the eagle that he defended even the sinners that had done the eagle, und thus is in an. If, as, and he did it up to Nefesh, That if you don't, if, if you don't forgive them, then get me out of here too. I want nothing to do with it. And that he didn't move from there until Hashem said, "I have forgiven them as you have requested." In the minion from lech Lecha. and that's why. Now we can understand why it is that Avram Avinu's preparation to Matan Torah only started after lech Why did it start only in partial lech and not before? Shas the Avodah from Aynis Simachim from Veltadir Tadir Lo Yizbarach is beikem etzad zayim when a yid, his work of making the world into a place for Hashem is based on his own Metzius, on who he is, as he said before, because I have a mission to fulfill, and I'm going to do whatever it is to fulfill my mission. So then there is something lacking, and he can't really accomplish as much in the world as we explained at length before. As we said before, that when somebody um, rebuke somebody or what that means is he's trying to teach someone a better way and he does it only because I am commanded to teach them to do that even if he does it a hundred times over and over even if you say it a hundred times it's not going to have the uh, effect as if you had done it because you're truly interested in that person's uh, what you can do for them, not because you want to do what is incumbent on you, but you're truly interested in in doing something good for them, then they hear, then they listen, then they accept it. Mm baktei so often invelt and in order to accomplish something in the world of fillundam Afanvi Avramavinu Hat Aivgitan Far Matantaira, even the way Avramavinu did it before Matant, last Kamakama Al Sakhanavas bring to Matantra. And certainly, if you're doing it as a preparation, which could will lead to matan what is critical is that you have to be able to leave, and you have to be able to get out of your own, your own ego, your own who you are, and the way you do it. That's what Hashem said to him. Leave your own desires from the ritzainis, Leave your own way or the things that you want to do regilus and leave the things which you're accustomed to doing midas and seichel and leave the way you think. That's the way the al Reb explains ma'artzacham That these are talking about what you want, what you're accustomed to doing, your emotional appro- uh, approach to it, and your even intellectual approach to it. And even though they were Ktusha, Avraham whole being was wrapped up in Kdusha. Still, he had to leave that level of his Kedushah in order to go to a place where it's not because you think that's how it has to be done, or you feel has, it has to be done that way, or you understand that this is the way it needs to be done. You have to go to a place where it's all about the way Hashem thinks it needs to be done. Tests. Now, P. Zeh, Kemenech in Based, and this we can also explain by Sagam, as Ech Parsha the Kloedos, and the Seen Parsha Neuch, Freilich, that even though, in general terms, the Parsha uh, Bereshus is a happy Parsha, the end of Parsha Neuch is also a happy Parsha, is the Emes of Freilich still, as the Rebbe said, the truly happy week is only Dafke Parsha Lech What's the reason? Simcha is paid its Joy, freilich avoch, means joyful week. Joy is meant some. It means something that is able to break through a barrier on the river, and therefore, Parshat is, When we talk about we're bald as the simcha is in the in the seder is? Since where does the simcha, the joy that comes to Parshat where does it come from? Because Hashem created the world and the creations that can't be considered a true simcha because even though it's true that when Hashem created the world from nothing it brought out a level which had to transcend the difference between nothing and something who could create something from nothing, only somebody that stands above nothing and therefore to him there's no difference between nothing and something and therefore he can create something from nothing. So, the fact that he created the world out of nothing already brings out that there is something that transcends nothingness and somethingness. In other words, that payyir tzagadarim da Li'esh. we're talking already about breaking through certain barriers which generally are limited to the ayin, nothing remains nothing, something remains something, the two cannot merge. And already it was uh, broken, those barriers. So therefore, you would think that that is already a true simcha. From still, as <laughs> in velt, as die is from Pasha since the world as expressed in Pasha is given in Azaif and as ir is given mitzadlum since in Parsha Bereshis, the way it's expressed there it all came from above it was something that was superimposed from above that the world should exist but the world of its own had no connection to it it was just something that was forced upon it so to speak but it hadn't grown into existing yet and therefore, there was no true appreciation and sense of, at least not as much, The that there was a truly breaking of barriers here of Ayin and Yesh. Because it wasn't that the, the world appreciated that it was created out of nothing. This was just something that happened from above. It was done to the world. Therefore, you can't call that a true a true joy, joyful situation because there was no real breaking of barriers. It was only a superimposed breaking of barriers. And the same is true also what happened at the end of Pasha the birth of Avraham the birth of Avraham Avinu, who was really the wor- first one that started preparing the world for the breaking down of the barriers between the upper and the lower so that should be called uh, happiness, joy but since at the end of that hadn't yet started because as Hashem said, that can only start after Lech lecha, after you truly leave who you are and what you're doing out of your own understanding. Only then can the true preparation begin. As we just said in the previous uh, paragraph, is therefore that too cannot yet be called the true Simcha because we haven't really gotten to what it means to break down the barriers, to merge upper and lower. Since then, there was already a preparation after Lech Lecha truly started the preparation from bringing together the upper and the lower. In other words, breaking down the barriers. That's why that's truly the happy week. Because that kind of joy is expressed from the breaking down of barriers. That can lead to breaking down barriers, and that only begins in the partial lekhlacha.